0: Welcome to Season 4 of the Florida Institute for Child Welfare podcast. I am Jessica Price, your host. I'm excited to introduce Dr. Elizabeth Winter, Executive Director of the Selfless Love Foundation. We will hear Dr. Winter talk with several youth who have lived experience and valuable perspectives. They will discuss topics that relate to gaining access and opportunities as youth in our child welfare system. Let's get started. Today, we're discussing life skills programming for foster youth. And I am thrilled to be joined by Stephanie Savly, founder of Lift Learning and creator of Life Skills Reimagined, and Caitlin, a young adult with lived experience in the foster care system. Caitlin, if you could just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your experience in the foster care system.
1: Hello, my name is Caitlin Hansen, and I've been in the foster care system since 2017. And I have been in the court system since about 2006. Recently, I got involved in the Life Skills Reimagined course. And I can say that that was a very beneficial course. And I'm very glad that I was able to participate in that.
0: Great, Caitlin. Can you just tell us a little bit? I I think you've aged out of the system. and, And what are you up to these days?
1: Yes. So I recently turned 18 and I am a graduate with a 5.3 GPA from high school, and I currently attend USF as a marketing student.
0: Awesome. A 5.3 GPA. I didn't even know that was possible. What is your uh, dream or goal uh, when you finish college?
1: Well, I won't be finishing for a while. I plan on pursuing my master's and hopefully eventually my doctorate, but after I do finish, I would like to open my own coffee shop. I think that entrepreneurship is very important for the economy and for the community. And it's always been a dream to have a coffee shop, maybe um, venture off into other things along the line, but that's my end goal.
0: That's fantastic. I'm going to turn to Stephanie. Life skills are one of those things that we hear the term, we're not entirely sure what that means. Can you tell me a little bit about Life Skills Reimagined and why it's so important that youth that are aging out of the foster care system have access to these kinds of curriculums? So you're absolutely
2: right. Life skills has a huge wide definition. You hear, see a lot of programs that say they're life skills programs. Um, And it can be, some of them are job and finance, some of them are social emotional, but Life Skills Reimagined is actually a holistic curriculum that covers that spectrum. And it is specifically designed for learners who have experienced emotional trauma, learners that have had difficult experiences. Um, Sometimes your brains work a little bit differently. So it's designed for that perspective. And it's so important because we really take for granted All of the experiences that we naturally have when we're placed with our biological families, or even if you've got a very busy family and everybody's running around, you just forget to tell them things. And so by going through a comprehensive curriculum and actually kind of make sure that all those boxes are checked and make sure that all those things you need to know about cash flow and how to get along with your boss and and even how to manage conflict are covered. I think I'd be really confident that you've kind of covered all those bases.
0: That's great, Stephanie. You're absolutely right. In my work with youth aging out of the foster care system, the first thing I try to figure out is what do they know, what do they don't know? And that's hard to figure out. And so providing that comprehensive uh, curriculum is important because I think they don't know what they don't know, right? I think all of us are in that place. And so tell me, Life Skills Reimagine, you designed it specifically for youth aging out of the foster care system. Tell me how that, that came about and what got you interested in this population.
2: Well, it's kind of a crazy story. Before Life Skills Reimagined, probably talking about how the company was created. So I had been kind of in a professional crisis. I was not happy with what I was doing. I, I knew there was probably something better I should be doing with my skills and talents. I was on a mission trip to Haiti, and we were exploring what aging out in Haiti looks like with this international orphan care organization. And it was very, very sad because unfortunately, the government down there gives no support for orphanages. But they pay tons of attention to making sure that the kids get kicked out when they're 18. So that kind of piqued my interest about what it looks like in America. I was you know, kind of assuming that being a first school country that, that we did things much better. And what I realized is that there's still a lot of deficits. Two of the things I think that shocked me the most were that up to 80% of the incarcerated population has a history in foster care and up to 50% of the homeless population has a history in foster care. And so I was completely shocked by that. So I quit my job and I started Lyft Learning, which is an e-learning development company. But our original goal was actually to employ kids who are aging out of foster care to come work for us and kind of learn this technical skill that they could have and create a career with without a ton of academic um, requirements. And then as we got up and running, we were talking to a whole bunch of different organizations who work with both youth and adults towards self-sufficiency. And it seemed like every conversation we had, someone was talking about the need for a better way to do life skills. So we spent nine months trying to come up with a reason not to do it and really just came down to this has to happen. Youth have to have these skills and we have to make it as easy as possible for agencies to be able to deliver this, regardless of where that youth is placed or maybe even their cognitive level.
0: That's awesome. It's great when someone sees a need and finds a way to fill it. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for doing that. Caitlin, we had the opportunity, right? Selfless Love Foundation's One Voice Impact Agency. We offered a pilot program for Life Skills Reimagine, and you were the one of youth that took advantage of that. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience in the curriculum?
1: Yes. So originally when the program was offered, I was very hesitant because, as Stephanie said, a lot of the programs don't cover a lot of bases and they aren't as inclusive towards all the different backgrounds of their participants. When I first went through it, I just kind of blew through the first module. And then when the quiz time came around, I was looking at some of the questions it was asking, and it had some really interesting information that I realized that I just missed. So I went back and I reviewed the videos in the module and I was really pleased to find that it was very informative and that this program was going to be different. And the incentives also helped participants stay involved. But after you realize how informative the program is and how different it is from other programs, it's easier to stay involved and to want to keep participating.
0: And so I'm not sure if we mentioned, but Life Skills Reimagine is an online curriculum, and you can go at your own pace. And I know that was important for you, Caitlin. And when you mentioned incentive, you want to uh, be a little more specific about uh, what incentive was offered to you and how that Um, engaged you, as well as the conversation you had with your independent living specialist?
1: Yes. So the incentives were cash incentives. I believe they were offered through Amazon. In the course, you mentioned that it is online. And that helped me a lot, because I transitioned twice during the course of the program. So being able to go at my own pace and not having to go to a facility or not having to make sure that I'm stressing about having this done by this time each week really helped out. And as you said, my ILS and her boss were very helpful with this course. They encouraged me to participate because they said that it was a great opportunity and they also mentioned that it wasn't like other courses, and that they were personally excited for it. I think that their motivation really helped me as well, and it continued to help me out. They were great at their job, and they are personable. And I think that that's also really important when connecting with our youth is being personable and sitting them down and saying, "Hey." this is the opportunities you have for your future. And if you take these opportunities, this is the life you can
0: have. And that's one of the things they did. And I think that's really important. What I'm hearing you saying, Caitlin, is that sitting down with you one-on-one, they're sharing their excitement about the program. And then that's contagious, right? When they were excited about it. You got excited about it. And then, of course, you were offered, I think, in total, you know, $250, $280 to complete the curriculum. And it's an over 30-hour curriculum. So quite a lot of modules and, and a lot of animated videos, right? And, you know, those post-tests that help you. And I understand you even completed all the worksheet pages. We weren't sure that youth would do that. But tell me about why you felt that it was important to also do the workbook that that came along with it.
1: I was also hesitant to do the workbook because it was additional work and at first it was optional, but I got curious one day. So I sat down, I opened the book and I saw that it had different things like budgeting and it had practice uh, rental applications and it had all these great forms that I was going to be filling out and signing in the future that at the time I had no idea how to fill out or what to even do when they came across my desk. And so seeing those forms and being able to practice filling them out and to thoroughly understand what each of these forms are and how they're gonna help me in the future was really important.
0: That's great. And Stephanie, let me ask you this. I know um, Life Skills Reimagine is fairly new, but you've launched in several states. What kind of outcomes are you seeing in the various components from this course? Because I know you collected a lot of data.
2: We have, and in being an online program, it really gives us the ability to have full tracking and reporting. We have some like big picture data, which hasn't gone through statistical analysis yet, but we have had the outcomes from about 121 users that we've sent through statistical analysis. And what we're seeing is um, increases in knowledge from the the baseline to the post-test of anywhere from 10 to 56%. We're looking at things like self-confidence and self-efficacy. We're seeing a 45% increase in self-confidence to live independently. And we're seeing about a 26% increase in their perception of their own self-efficacy. So the outcomes we're seeing are so encouraging and so exciting. And I think one one of the things that's most rewarding to see is the data is great, but seeing that learners actually like it. We have youth involved from every step of that design development process. And what we're seeing is more than 94% of youth actually would recommend it to other learners. So I think that's probably one of the most rewarding things of all.
0: Thanks, Stephanie. That's great. I've been in the program and really enjoyed it. Can you just tell the listeners a little bit about the, the major topic areas so they understand why this is so important for all youth, even youth who think they've got it, right?
2: <laughs> right, absolutely. So we focus on five topics. And based on our nine months of research, these are the topics that we believe are most likely to prevent homelessness. Now, some of those are very, very obvious, right? We have getting and keeping a job, but we focus a lot on the keeping part because that seems to be more of the challenge. We have personal finance, obviously pretty important, but we spend a lot of time on credit because that's where you really get tied up. But then we also have independent living, how to manage an apartment, how to get along with your neighbors so you don't end up getting kicked out and having to start all over. We have basic communication skills, but we focus a lot on managing negative emotions and conflict because that's what gets, gets us into trouble. But I think our most unique content is our resiliency content, because we know that youth in foster care all have very different life experiences and and typically have some negative life experiences as part of that. And we want them to understand that those experiences make them who they uniquely are. And that will someday be a beautiful thing. And sometimes it's a little hard to come to terms with but it's something that's really important to start accepting about ourselves and learning to work through that and look towards the future.
0: Thanks, Stephanie. Caitlin, as Stephanie began talking about the different topic areas, I noticed you got a little excited. So I was going to ask you, was there certain areas of the curriculum that really stood out to you and that really sort of were, you know, right moment, right time to get that information? I think they call it a teachable moment, right?
1: Yes. Like Stephanie was saying, with the getting an apartment and the applications for that. I recently acquired an apartment and all of those things that we learned in the course really helped me do that. It helped me have the confidence to sit down with the apartment manager and say, hello, this is who I am. And I would like to apply for residency at your unit. And it helped me have the customer service skills that I have. At my job right now, I'm a waitress, and so customer service is really important. So all of these things really did come at the right time because while I was in the course, all these things were happening, and the credit was also really important. Um, I was in the Academy of Finance at school, so we did cover credit a fair amount, but for the youth that don't have Or resources like that, it's really important for that because credit is definitely not something to play around with.
0: Yeah. And I imagine it must have been a little uh, frightening when you were handed that lease application, right? Uh, Or that contract that you were signing. Did you feel a little more confident that you had an understanding? Because there's a lot of fine print in those (laughs) lease agreements.
1: Yes. It was intimidating because it is my first apartment by myself. But the course did give me the confidence to go through and look at it and understand what I was looking at, at least somewhat, because it is confusing still, but it did help a lot.
0: That's great. Stephanie, tell me if a youth or an agency or child welfare professionals are interested in learning more about Life Skills Reimagined or just uh, learning more about life skills in general for youth aging out of the foster care system, who should they contact? Where can they go to find out more information?
2: Probably the best way to reach out is just to start on our website. We just recently published evidence-based design and there's a white paper on that on, on the website where you can really understand the thought and the decisions that went into the design of the program to make it as effective as possible, to really understand that you impact the science behind the learning. So you can really understand that holistic nature. And then from there, there's buttons on the website to set up a demo. So our demos are totally no pressure. It's all about giving you all the information you need to determine whether or not this is the right program for you. Um, If you have a program that you have that you love, that's great. We're all working towards the same end, but this is just another option. So with that demo, it's an hour long. We talk through the parts and pieces. We see it from the learner's perspective. But then when you're done with that, you get a login to the demo site where you can actually get in and get knee deep in the content and just play and really make sure, um, you know, whether it's you looking at it or you're having your youth look at it, really be sure that it's something that um, is going to work for your program. Because again, making sure that it's the right thing is super important to us.
0: You know, Caitlin had mentioned the moving, and I know youth in the foster care system are often moving from placement to placement. I think the one thing that really stood out to me um, with your program, Life Skills Reimagine, is that ability that it's portable, right? So it's online. But two things that I think we have struggled with in the child welfare system. One is the ability to track learner progress, right and to really see where they're at like what have they gathered what do they need more of and then the second thing really is to be able to see the gains in learning so we can say yes we talked about finance but to see you know a pretest and a posttest really shows um the increase in knowledge and so those are the two things that really stood out to me Stephanie I don't know if you have anything else to comment on that but those I think those are really important and we're definitely missing in previous Curriculums specific for youth in the foster care system?
2: That is super important. In fact, during our research process, we spent a ton of time talking to both youth and understanding their experiences and their frustrations. And we talked a lot to agency workers, to caseworkers, GALs, um, anybody that candidly would talk to us. And we were really fortunate that most people were incredibly candid about their struggles and the challenges implementing and the challenges doing what we need to do with youth one of the big challenges is that yes youth move a lot and with one agency doing life skills one way then suddenly they show up in another program they're doing it another, a different way Case manager uh, turnover is huge in in child welfare. The average state turnover is about 30% a year um, with a range up to 64. You don't want to have to start over with every single person that that you work with. Youth are often placed away from the county or the, the city that they're removed from. And so making sure that that caseworker, that that IL program can reach in a consistent manner All the different youth they serve, regardless of where they are, how often they move. And then again, like you said, having that full tracking reporting, it's really hard to keep track of that. It's really hard when a youth shows up one day and then maybe they don't show up to the next session. And so having that automatically, you really get a very quick view of each individual youth and can figure out and help them circle back. Um, Because that's another challenge. If they miss one session that's live, how do you catch them back up on that content? So by having the consistent program that's technology enabled, it's specifically designed to solve a lot of those problems.
0: Thanks Stephanie. I have I've have one more note. I know when I uh, listened to your demo and we've chatted about adult uh, learning and how that works. For those that are listening that are, you know, staff at group homes or foster parents, uh, there's a, a facilitation part, and I think you said, you know, how, now we've learned something, can mm-hmm. we apply it? And it, can you just speak to that for a moment? Because I think that's a really critical right. piece that while this is online and the youth can do it themselves, there's a really important piece that our caregivers play in assisting in this process.
2: Absolutely. So we, we talk about it being online, um, but if, if you're from the learning space, it's actually called blended learning. The youth go and learn things on their own, but processing that information and kind of saying, okay, now that I learned this, how am I going to apply it today in the situation that I'm in? And, and that answer is different for everyone, right? So once they finish those animated modules, then they come to this worksheet that helps them think through that. And we give them very specific tools. Um, we use a specific tool called if then planning that's been proven effective in 94 different studies to help us make better decisions um, in areas that we may routinely not. But it's those conversations with the, the workers, with that facilitator that helps encourage us, that helps us clarify our thinking, and helps us practice, right? If we are faced with a situation that we routinely give us in that, that ends us in a bad place, having somebody to really help us practice and get through that and think through that is really critical, but it's also great just to know I've got somebody in my corner who is interested in my progress and interested in what I'm doing and interested in my success.
0: Caitlin, I'm going to turn to you as we close this out. Uh, I'm going to ask you two questions, same question, different audience. So if I am a youth, 16, 17, 18 to 23, and someone offers me the opportunity to do life skills Reimagine, what advice would you give youth? And then the second question is, what advice would you give us as child welfare professionals in encouraging youth to complete a curriculum like this?
1: For the individuals who are going to be participating in this, I'd say to really give it a chance that it's not like other life skill programs. It is aware of different situations that we come from and backgrounds, and it has all the stereotypes and statistics that are, are generalized on the foster community. And it takes those into account and it's working to actively change those so that we don't become statistics. It's really informative, but it's interactive as well. And you will not regret participating in this program. For the individuals who are trying to get their youth to participate in this program, I would say that I know that y'all are busy, but sitting down and actively having these conversations with your youth and saying, hey, um, I know where you've been. I may not know the entire story, but I can help you change where you're going. And these are really good skills that you're gonna be using in your future just being real with them and being personable is really important because these youth, even if they act tough and they go, oh, I don't need this and I can, I'll be fine without it, having those conversations and being real with them will stick in their mind and it'll make them think, hey, maybe this will be different. I can do this. Maybe I'll just try it out. And if they just try it out and take that first step, they're more likely to continue.
0: I think that's great advice, Caitlin. I think I'm going to try and repeat you. It doesn't matter where you've been, you can change where you're going. And so I, I'm taking that as a Caitlin quote, because um, I think that's great. I mean, there, you know, your your past doesn't predict your future, you know, so there's a lot of things. and But I think you hit the nail on the head. We're not here promoting life skills reimagined, but we're promoting the completion of a life skills program, which is so important. Again, things that you don't know that you don't know, right? So, um, and there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot to this adulting. It looks easy, (laughs) but once you get into it, there's a lot of things that will trip you up. And so any kind of preparation and foundation you have, I think is really going to help us. So as we close out, I want to just thank Stephanie so much. Um, You are such an expert in this, and you have spent so much time in research in putting this together specifically for our youth that are aging out of the foster care system. Do you have one last thing you'd like to share? I I think the one thing I'd like to say is, Caitlin, thank you. After the
2: program was launched and developed, we don't get to spend as much time with the youth that we serve as we'd like to. So just hearing your experience and hearing your story is so encouraging as we reach out to other organizations, just knowing that we have advocates out there and and that we are making a difference because that was our intent, but it is,
0: it's awesome to hear your story. So thank you for sharing that. And Caitlin, do you have one last thing you'd like to share as we close out?
1: Yes. And Stephanie in return, I would like to say thank you for taking time to sit down with youth and to hear their voice because a lot of companies and a lot of organizations are just in it for profit and they are just in it for numbers. I can definitely tell that all the time and energy that you spent putting this program together is going to help youth, and it helps me. So thank you for that. And thank you for having me on the podcast today. I appreciate the opportunity.
0: Well, Caitlin, you are special. You are definitely our expert with lived experience, and I have no doubt uh, that your past will not dictate your future. You have exciting things to come, and as we say, you've come as far as you have come is not near as far as you will go. And so you are quite a special young lady. And the fact that you take advantage, I think that's important for youth listening is take advantage of every opportunity, say yes to everything, because you don't know what you're going to get out of it. And what you might get out of it is something pretty special, which it seems like you've done with this program. And so as we close out, if any youth or agencies are interested in learning more about Life Skills Reimagined, Selfless Love Foundation loves this Program and we'd like to do more opportunities, more pilots across the state. We'd love to see the whole state um, have this program and access, all the youth have access to this. But you can always contact us if you have more questions. And so you can contact us at Selfless Love Foundation. That number is 954-372-7760. As we close today, just a reminder, this is a series of six podcasts for youth by youth. If you are a youth champion, please help us spread the message about getting former foster youth plugged into resources that will assist them along their journey to adulthood. To learn more about One Voice Impact or to get involved in a local youth council, follow us on Facebook or Instagram or email us at info at youthvoicenation.org.